Ashoka Precious Cargo is a D&D actual play campaign with violent themes and adult language. Viewer discretion is advised. Aloha, Kako friends. Happy Aloha Friday. My name is Eli, and I am your dungeon master. I'm Aaron A. Pabst, and I'm Trig. I'm Allegra, and I'm Shodi. I'm Amanda, and I'm Snowball. I'm Caleb, and I'm Anchor. I'm Sergio, and I'm playing Rad the Sea Turtle. I'm Zakia, and I'm playing Kenny. Be sure to keep tabs with us on Twitch as we're bringing you amazing content every single week. We got Aaron at the Sheep Farm. We got Iron Sworn Eye of the Storm. We got heroes you should know about. Be sure to come and join us at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time every Fridays as we're live streaming Ashoka. We'll be up in the group chat hanging out and listening alongside you. If you want to support us further, please be sure to subscribe to us on Patreon, where you'll gain access to our Discord channel and amazing perks like art and music. And all of your contributions continue to help Mayday make content for you to enjoy. Be sure to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to tell a friend. This is a different trip. I've been on this track for a while now, and while I'm certain we are on a ship, and after much discussion, we definitely have at least one captain, these people are not pirates. <laughs> They're civil, for starters. Civil-ish. They're trying to be civil. And most of them even signed their contracts in just ink. You know, I don't really miss being tucked into the bottom of a ship to be woken up at all hours with vile, funky, bleeding thieves, but I'm sure I deserve some sort of promotion, and this is not what I expected. For one, we tried to fight the ocean yesterday. It should be known that we don't mess with her. She's de facto an independent agent, neither enemies nor friends with anyone. And in her fickle fashion, we found ourselves in a storm quickly and suddenly infinite workplace hazards everywhere. By the end of it, Snoval was running behind the ship, pushing it like a three-wheeled cart through the sea, up and over a wave I was certain was going to cut the trip short. And that was only one part. Trig, the sweet tower of liabilities that he is, is dangling above the deck, holding two ropes together with the determination that can only come from a man who stared death in the face and asks them to pull his finger. He has inspired several amendments for future agreements alone. Shodi's actually the same way, but on the opposite end of the spectrum. They just make magic happen. And the side effects? What do you do when someone vomits up a slug the size of your forearm? And where are they coming from? I did a routine check, and they seem fine. Maybe too curious, but fine. My uncle said not to judge an organ by the anatomical drawings, because who knows what's going on in there till you get a scalpel and see it for yourself. And I live by that. Rokewood is only about a day away now, I think. I'll try to find out exactly how far tomorrow, but I'm not worried. Rad's got this steering thing down. I threw a kid on the ground yesterday and it turns out she can float, so I'd say my goddess is on my side. I actually have no clue where we are. I just heard Anchor say how long the trip was and count down the days. The things you can do when you speak confidently and cover half your face with 14 karat gold. I'll probably just give the map to Rad though, since um, it should be fine.
The last thing you guys remember is climbing a very large wave. Sinval, you're on the back of the boat, pushing as hard as you can, and just at that moment, Jody walks out and cracks both of their hands together as you guys propel forward, and just at the last second, Rad just kind of, the last bit of his magic, parts just the curl of the top of the wave, and you guys sail right over that wave. And it feels really good, the teamwork, the getting together. You just met these people like a day ago. But like gravity, everything comes down eventually <laughs> as you get that sinking feeling. Rad and Anchor, roll me, a, roll me an athletics check. Alright. See if you guys can keep your boat steady. Everybody else, roll me a deck saves to see how well you guys will uh, ah! laugh. <laughs> saves? I have uh, Yeah, saves. I have a 21 oh. for my athletics check. 19. I have a 16 I... for my deck save. I have a seven. <laughs> a nine? Fifteen. Fifteen? Okay. You feel that sinking feeling of the boat just toppling down, down, down. Eventually, you hear just the crack of it finally hitting on some type of surface. Rad and Anchor, you guys are able to keep the boat steady enough where when it cracks that you guys don't like tip or teeter and you guys are managed to keep you guys steady. Everybody else, though, gets slammed very hard with the sudden impact of this, uh, of, the, of the boat hitting uh, the water again. Snival and Kenny, you guys are fine. You're able to kind of compose yourselves. You're rattled a little bit. Trig, you just like, as you were going up, you just kept going higher and higher and then the sudden <laughs> slam just like cracks you as you like are now prone on the ground. Shodi, you uh, you also the same thing, just get unstable by the sudden lift and then the, the drop causes you to fall flat on your on your um, on your face. Can I uh, have like caught myself on my elbow so I don't squish the baby? <laughs> oh you have the baby I have her on and she's just been strapped to my chest. Destroy her <laughs> Maybe she'll make you float. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. You hit with a thud. Oh, with no. A low, with a low roll. <laughs> and then you hear just the sniffling and the starting of the crying of Baron as she's just oh, like no. suddenly squished oh, underneath wait. you. Oh, no. <laughs> I'll roll to my side as fast as I can and just like pet her. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It's all right. It's all right. She's just wailing and crying so loud. It takes about two more hours for you guys to weather through the remainder of this storm as eventually the clouds start to kind of part away, revealing just the last bit of, of, of uh, dark before the coming morning as you guys have kind of been patrolling through this through the night. The clouds part and the seas kind of calm down. It's still kind of jostling up and down a little bit, but you guys are kind of settled and it seems to be okay for now. Um, enough to get your bearings, figure out where to continue on. Is anyone dead? I don't think so. <clears throat> Does Wish Hour dead count? <laughs> Well, it looks like we've made it past the most of this. Uh, we may have been, we may be out of the storm yet. Um, Sh Shody? Yeah. You like, you remember that time like an hour ago when I said that if any of my lies ever got you in any kind of danger, I'd just kind of be honest about it? Yes. Well, it's one of those times and I guess everyone should know this, but we're not exactly where everyone thinks we are. Rod, what are you talking about? Are we not in the ocean? 
Rad is going to dispel the hallucinatory terrain that he has been keeping up to make it seem as if we're heading in a certain direction. I would imagine the sun moves. I'd imagine some islands probably become visible. Yeah, as as Rad dispels the the terrain, um, what you were hoping to expect would be the island of Odeska on the horizon has kind of disappeared, and you seem to be kind of more into open ocean. There's no islands around. Sun's in a different dire- direction than it is. It's actually a little bit later. The stars and constellations that you see are, are not the same that you remember a few hours ago. You're in a different part of the Ropewood, from what you can tell. Nate. Look, uh, uh, um, you know, that that wasn't just any random wave that we survived earlier. That was Hamukepa, the devouring wave. Hamukepa. Since, since, since when were, were waves named? Since Hamukepa. Snuval's going to kind of right. like, kind of approach him and be like... <clears throat> You need to start explaining yourself right now. Look, I, I don't know how much I can really say, but like, th- th- there's lots of islands nearby. Like, uh, th- there's the city of Mila that's not too far. May- maybe I can drop you guys off and you can just find another way, but I, I need to take this boat. It's not your boat. I know, but it's not your boat anymore either. It's his boat. It's Anchor's boat. That's what I mean. I'm sorry, Anchor. Okay. So, uh, can I shoot him in the face now? No! No, please! Hold on. Let's hold off. You sent us off course. I'm sorry. Why did you do that? Because... Because I have to. Because it's it's what he wanted. Who's... Who's that? Hamukepa. What does Hamukepa want with our boat? He's kind of a collector. He, He likes just... Anything shiny, anything interesting, anything magical. What is he? Well, he's a lot of things. I mean, my tribe lives on him. Your tribe lives on a person. Right. Have you never heard of uh, the wandering island of Rokewood? I haven't heard of anything. Eli, quick question: Would that uh, would that trigger anything in our like in like my history or anything like that? Anybody who's born from Odenau can roll a history check. That's a two. Near Odenau, so that's why I still rolled. I have a ten. Neither of you know or've heard of this wandering island. Look, maybe we just maybe we just all go and and we see Hamukepa and he sees that we don't have anything interesting, you know, like we have something incredibly interesting. What about the child, Brad? Or we just cast you overboard and we keep going on our merry way. You could try to do that, but we're in his territory now, dudes. Can't escape him. Kenny's going to cast Hold Person on Rat. Oh, Wisdom 14 is the DC. Okay. I fail with a 7. No, hold on. Great. <laughs> Rat, I don't care too much about people or where they're from or where you're going, but you did sign a contract less than 24 hours ago, and you've already violated it. Do you know what happens when you violate the contract, Rat? I, I just cite them because people always put them in front of me. I, I don't really read. You should, Brad. You should. Uh, because now, 
either my goddess or me can exact divine vengeance on you, and I don't see her anywhere. Ooh, divine vengeance. But, but no, you, you don't have to exact divine vengeance, because I, I think everything will be fine. I, I'm telling you, when Hamukepa sees that it's just like the six of us and a little girl, it's going to be no big deal. He'll probably send us on our way. It'll be cool, did it? What are you not telling us? You, you keep talking a lot, but you're not saying anything, so can you please just cut through it and just tell the truth of everything so we know how to handle this? My name, Rada Aha the full name, it, it means the Herald. I'm the chosen one amongst my tribe to be the Herald for Hamukepa, the devouring wave. And so, you know, I, I go out and I bring a ship full of gold or treasure or something valuable, and I trick them into getting close, and Hamukepa kind of does the rest. He devours us. In so many words, yeah. But I, I, I don't want you guys to get devoured. I, that's why I'm thinking, man, maybe if I drop you off somewhere, or, or maybe if I just throw you in the water and cast water breathing, you'll be okay for a little while, then I can come back and get you. Rad, 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 rad. You seem to be confusing the words for Harold and dirty, rotten fucking thief. Do you know what I do with the dirty, rotten fucking thieves? I, I, he can't shake his head. <laughs> he I'm going to fire a crossbow bolt right past his ear, and I want it to just graze the side of the ear. Okay. Rad, you can hear just the, the whoosh and the ring of, of a bolt. So what do we settle on? Execution style? I'm leaning towards execution style. Chody, as this conversation is continuing, as Trig looses a bolt at Rad, you realize, Chody, that Bronze got her attention elsewhere. She's kind of looking up towards, like, the sky, and she's kind of, like, murmuring something to herself, and she's kind of, like, waving at something. But when you look up, you don't see what she's waving at. But she's whispering something in 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 um in her language to herself. Waving. And I, I, I can't see anything up there. You see like the, the wind kind of like rustling the sail and nothing else. Okay. She's looking um like kind of a little bit outwards, but she's looking like pretty up, much up. up. Okay. at the sky. Guys, look, you don't understand. I don't have any choice in this. If I don't do what Hamukepa wants, he's going to turn my tribe into turtle soup. Great. That's what you get for being a dirty, rotten fucking thief. I'm not a thief. I didn't steal anything, dude. You're trying to steal this boat right now. Listen, it's all about intent. I don't think that we can execute him. I don't think it's right. He's a part of the team as much as the rest of us. You saw him back at that island. He's the only reason we got out. We would have had to fight two galleons on the way out had it not been for this man. And he navigated us. Well, now he might not be the reason we don't get out. Well, then we need to accommodate for our team. If we stop at an island now, I'm afraid we'd be off course for even more time. With only a summer to accomplish what we're trying to accomplish, I worry it'll stop us. We need to come up with a solution that doesn't include killing Rad and doesn't include stopping. We have to keep course. Uh, there might be a bigger evil right now, Trick. Snaval, as you're like listening on to this conversation, you are just, you feel kind of the sound of wind kind of whispering past your ear and you, you swear you feel something kind of touch the back of your neck. Going to make a prayer to the great guide mumble it and i'm going to ask him a question of if i should take care of or protect him what does he say 
staring at Rad and you're hearing the conversation, you're listening to the intent of his voice and the sound of what he's saying, and you look deeper into him and you, you peer on, on the scale and you get a sense that you should kind of protect him. There's I'm something going. more. There's something more. You know, I'm still technically the captain. Nice <laughs> captain. Okay. I think your captain's status got revoked when you lied to us and tried to steal this boat. He was trying to save himself. We would have all done the same. What do we have? I'm not trying to save myself. I'm trying to save my tribe. By sacrificing us. He's trying not to sacrifice us. That's what he's been saying. He did in the beginning. In the beginning, but now he's told us. And... Listen. I believe you. But, and I'll make a promise to you now that I, no one will do any harm to you, not with me here. Is that clear? But you have to, you have to make sure and tell us anything you can about this, because frankly, I believe what you're saying, and I do think that, pardon me, I'm, I'm getting his name wrong. Hamokampa? How do you say it? Hamokampa. He's the true villain of this. And I'm gonna stand next to Rad and make sure that's and keep my eyes on Trig, especially on Trig to make sure. When when Suval says that Hamukepa is the real enemy, uh, Rad like chuckles and it's like, oh, <laughs> I know you're just joking, Suval. He's always with me, and I'm going to point at my eye patch. You're right. I sp- I spoke ill. He is. Uh, I-, I promise. You, once you get to meet him, he- he's a real cool dude. He's a total cool Eats people. Dude. I haven't close? met a cool dude named the Devourer before, have you? How close to the ship is he? How how much time do we have? If I course corrected now, I, I think I could catch the wind and and maybe make our way back to our path to the mystery the lost island, but I don't know how much time we have. Do what you gotta do, dude, but you'll know when he's here. Can't miss him. Kenny, as you're hearing this conversation, you kind of just like glance to the side a little bit and you notice one of the little piles of rope that was like tucked on one of the top parts of the hut just kind of fall off, like a gust of wind kind of knocked it over. Mm. Eli, can I start looking about the ship and trying to find my way back to uh, the, the route that we were on previously? Not even the one to resupply, unless you guys think we should still go back to the, the island. I mean, there is a place you could go. You could head to, uh, there's a city, port city called Mila, Mila's area. Mila's, I think we go. Brad, you would know Mila's a little bit further uh, away past your destination. You would be going deeper into the Rokewood if you do, if you look at this island. You are kind of close to a small uncharted island up the way. That's the closest island to you. You could hide out. I know, um... I know there's a temple uh, on the island of Tutus. I say get us to the closest port you possibly can that uh, does not involve someone by the name of the Devourer. Fine, we'll make for nearest land and we'll stop there. Do I know what that, like, weird gust of wind, does that look like something I might have seen before? Or is it just like, what I think it's just wind? No, you, you can roll an investigation check to look into it a little bit further. Uh, while she's looking around, can I go up to Rad and say, Rad, you're the only one who can understand her. Sometimes. Bron's been talking to something in the air. Can you see it? Or can you understand what she's saying? I could, but I've, I'm kind of spent for now. I, I need to take a rest before I can do something like that again. Right. I, I speak a little primordial. I, I can attempt. Anchor, can you try? Yeah. Right. Uh, roll me an intelligence check. 
he awkwardly sort of walks up to Baran, and then he's one of those people who think you have to be on the level of children to speak to children. So he like huddles himself down as close <laughs> as to his her eye as possible. Oh, sweet, 19. Ooh. Okay. You awkwardly crouch down and you kind of ask Baran what she's looking at. And she just she just kind of kind of keeps looking up a little bit and almost looks disappointed as if what she was looking at isn't there or isn't around anymore. But she kind of mumbles that a friend about a friend in the sky that she saw. Friend in the sky. Oh I I think she may have seen another storm bird. No. The um the Woolry the storm bird, yeah. Oh. That was a well on, on, on the investigation. Yeah, on the investigation. Yeah, Kenny, as you as you walk by that that rope pile, it's kind of just unfurled and just on the ground, and you kind of like look around, and it just seems that like a heavy gust of wind might have just blown through and finally knocked it over the top, from what you can tell. Okay. Didn't we see the stormbirds last time, though? Yeah, yes, just before the storm started kicking up. I didn't see anything when I looked up, but maybe I missed it. I better get behind the oars then, and yeah. I'll walk to the back of the ship and get into my moving place and try to make head for, I think we want tutus, right? You can go to tutus and that could will take you over here or there is a- Mysterious uh, island. There's What's an unco- shorter? The, the uh, smaller island is closer. Consensus, what y'all thinking? I think we head there. Yeah. Okay. Getting out of the water is probably a good idea. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're gonna tie the turtle up. Mystery island. The ship I'll cast water breathing on everyone again to you, to re-up it. I don't think we can tie him up. I need him. Uh, he helps with the sailing. He's a liability Ten. now. Criminal. Uh, Can't let him uh, walk uh, around free. Look, you, you know my biggest secret at this point. I, I have nothing else to lie about. How about this, Trig? You can watch him. I'll right. let you use all the dynamite you need. Keep an eye on him. Sure. If you could have your one. crossbows primed and everything. Well, now you're just being nice. Mm-hmm. I'll drop the hold person. Um, our contract is voided, so I hope you have enough spells to keep yourself. Oh. Ooh. Just kind of like, like uh, a definite loss, and just kind of goes goes to help uh, anchor. That's Snoopy's gonna stand nearby to, literally, she's just gonna watch him, but mostly not in an aggressive way. He's uh, just there. She's just there as like a protector, almost in a way. Uh, I'll take Veron out of my little backpack I have her in and set her down and let her wander. Yeah, she goes. Uh goes and finds some paint and starts continuing his doodle on the inside of the hut. Uh, I think seeing her play with paint, Shodi's gonna, like, panic for a second and pull all their hair over their shoulder. And you guys can all see that Shodi's hair is no longer, like, matted and dark colored, but that is all washed away, and now it is a stark white. There's little, like, like, strands of dark, but it's, for the most part, just white. Are you... Shadi, are you feeling a little stressed out? You look like you've, um, aged a little bit. Ah, oh, my hair's not supposed to look like this. Um, 
I'm gonna, Shodi's gonna like dig through their bag. They're gonna pull out like a whole thing of paint and just start like running their fingers through the, like paint covered fingers through their hair to like turn it back dark. It's too bad it's lead based. <laughs> well, this, you know. This is how we all lost our intelligence right here. We started dying our hair. Easy enough. Your your hair is wet with paint, Dripping but paint. yeah, it's fine. It's done its job. Is it <laughs> still raining? The rain is. By the time you guys had this whole conversation and, and explanation with Rad, it's eventually it's kind of raining, but not hard. It's like light trickles, okay. oh. but enough to not really ruin oh, the entirety of yeah. But yeah, it's I was not gonna drying, say. Not your hair either. Yeah. It's gonna have that like wet toupee look where it starts to run down your yeah. forehead. Yeah. Maybe they'll like they'll like start do it doing it and then realize it's raining. Like, oh, fuck. In the hut, maybe. Yeah, you could go in the hut. I I have a headscarf in there if you need it. Thank you. I've got a tie. I can just tie it up. And I don't. Thank. Uh, thank you. Okay. Anchor in. Um, oh, sorry. Go ahead. All I was going to say is that while Rad is helping Anchor kind of get the ship back into movement and heading towards the island, he'll just offhandedly say, Anchor, forgot to mention that that was a real bitch and curl you did at the top of that wave. Thank you. It was a bitch and curl I did. <laughs> and Rad, don't think that you have only enemies on this ship. I understand what you did, and I know what it's like to not have control over where you come from. Appreciate that, dude. Of course, dude. I set us off for the mystery island. <laughs> it takes um, it takes a good part of the the day for you guys to travel. As you guys eventually, I'll give you guys the long rest. Um, <laughs> for it. Between between you guys sleeping before the storm and stuff like that, I'll I'll allow you the long rest. It's about late afternoon, two, three o'clock, when you guys finally on the horizon see this small island. It's unnamed, but it is charted on your maps. Looks from just the distance, just a, a whole range of trees and a small just little cove that you guys are able to kind of navigate and make anchor. But yeah, but you've you've reached there and it's easy enough for you guys to to get your uh, get yourselves onto shore. As Does it look like a like a volcanic island or just like a forested island it's just forested mainly from what you can tell um there is like you can see kind of like a small peak but it's it's not um as big as you've seen in various other larger islands there's no obvious no port here um but there might be resources that you guys can find within the woods um to resupply well look dudes as still acting captain i think i think maybe we should talk about someone else being captain now I think it's already been decided. Anchor is the only captain. Right. Uh, I hate to have this conversation. I don't like having two arguments in the same day. It's very tiring. Could we avoid the term captain? Anything else, I beg of you. All right, dad it is. No. Okay. I don't... <laughs> we'll table that, dad. Dad is an option. Um, can we put boat in boat, dad? Feels less... I like that. Boat dad. Boat dad. Yeah. Boat dad. I think maybe this isn't the conversation we should have. Let's. What about what about first dude? First well, because dude? you said it, I don't like it. You don't get to make suggestions. Um, how about boat dude as a compromise? I think I that's a great idea. Snowball dude is a great suggestion. How about anchor? Is that anchor? What you anchor? That's weird. That seems confusing. <laughs> That's right. Um. Okay, 
Well, I tried, at least. We can all say I tried. So. Sailor uh, Dad? There's also Does that do it for you, Sailor Dad? None of these Sailor do it for me. What about Sailor Daddy? Daddy? Would you prefer Navigator? It just the, it, it, the extra no, DUI does not do much for me. Okay, <laughs> navigator, a navigator, I like. That's a word we navigator? could do. Navigator. Navigator. So, now that we've got that out of the way, <laughs> we need to find supplies to repair the boat and everything we took in the storm. We need to find some food, obviously. And we need to find some nitroglycerin. I beg pardon. <laughs> oh, shit. Yes, we do. I don't know why, but yes, we do. Mm. It's for Would you, you like to clarify as to why we no, need No, no, I need dynamite. I need what the nitroglycerin gets made into. We don't want that stuff on a boat. That stuff can just explode if you tap it. Is dynamite an herb like nitroglycerin? Why don't I just show you when we get there? Oh, Perfect. <laughs> well, uh, we'll perception checks if you guys want. Oh, yeah. Okay. I perception. have a dirty 20. I have a 21. I have a 12. Yeah, I see nothing. 21. <laughs> I mean, just scan, just scanning the actual beach, it appears that, like, nobody really traverses down here as the beach is, seems un, uh, untouched or unsettled by anything. You look at the horizon, and if you're looking for, like, wood to repair the boat, you might have to go a little bit more inland to get it, as some of the, the trees at the, uh, like, the beginning part of the forest is more of, like, coconut branches, stuff that's not really going to be useful in what you need. Kenny, though, as you're like looking at the tree line, you notice a little brown looking bird that's just chirping and preening itself, but eventually it turns and looks at you. I wave back to it. It like, it tilts its head, it flaps its wing, and then it jumps to another branch that leads you a little bit inland. You can roll me a nature check or a history check if you want to know more about this little bird. 18. Ooh. Excellent. You've heard about these kinds of birds. There's various kinds that traverse throughout Ashoka, but you know this to be a honey guide. A honey guide is a little bird that's synonymous with the wild, with the fae. They tend to lead people to supplies, resources like food. You know that there's something more, a little bit more to it, but you can't quite put your full tongue on it, but you know that uh, it's a good sign to see a honey guide. They often lead you to fortune. That's cute. Well, I think we know where our food is, or at least you can take us to it, and I point to the honey bird. Guide. Honey guide. I'm the only sane one here. All right, <laughs> no, lead on, Kenny. Let's go on this wild goose chase. It's a thing, I promise. Um, <laughs> we don't all have to go. I mean, if you want. I mean, there's nah, Steve. I mean, everybody but you. But yeah, let's yes. go. Great. Well, he, he, he has to come with us as well. I'll, uh, I'll whistle and... Um, Ponch will, like, jump onto the boat to, like, keep eye something bad happens. You see, you see the seals <laughs> sea lion just, like, crawl up on the, to the boat. Does anyone not else not trust that sea lion anymore? It's, it's betrayal because it's so cute. <laughs> Most sea lions I've met in the past have not been malicious. A few outliers, but you can't blame the population on a few exceptions. Ponch is cool. She's cool. She's just, you know, she's loyal. She rolls over and, like, just starts basking in the sun. <laughs> Kenny turns um, away in disgust. I don't know how much your gauge for loyalty is going to get her right now. Well, I, I didn't necessarily mean loyal to you. She's she's loyal to Hamukepa, but... That's not comforting. But she's also loyal to me. She, you know, she's my... She's technically Still not my comforting. 
You're kind of making it worse, in fact. I'll stay with the boat. Trick. I I know that you're you're working very hard to prove to us that you're loyal to us and not to Rad. But I don't think getting yourself killed on the boat by yourself is more important than coming with us and proving loyalty that. How would I get myself you're right, let's go. And I hope <laughs> I hate to admit it, but we might need your tenacity. <laughs> tenacity. I think that is a good way to say it. Mm. I'm gonna jump down off the boat in the sand. Just wait for the others. Can yeah. I pass Baron down to Snooball and then jump down? I'm gonna hold the child like a football. Like, but like, <laughs> just Rachel like, held the just football like, in that Friends episode, like extended yeah. out yeah. Like, twelve feet in front of you. <laughs> she's like laughing, and she's like, you could you could hear her like kicking her feet back and forth, and she's kind of like reaching out. <laughs> Put her down on the ground. She'll be fine. Oh, apparently, according to Kenny, I don't really know. I've just been. No, they bounce. Go ahead. <laughs> don't not like sure. her. Just put I'm her down. Slowly put the child down <laughs> on the sand, and then back away. <laughs> she can walk. <laughs> she laughs, and then she eventually starts like running off, looking for something in the sand. You guys are talking. I'll keep an eye on her. I was gonna say not to be that kind of parent, but a leash. No. Uh, we no. can put her in my backpack. I've got the I've got the thing. Great. Okay. Yeah. We can keep an eye on her when we're on the beach, and then when we go in the woods. We'll put her in the I'm backpack. I'm gonna take the sash off my belt, and I'm gonna g- <laughs> I'll give it to Shody. <laughs> Just in case. Just, please tie the child to you. <laughs> please. I'll, I'll I don't see. Her, I'll put her in my backpack in the base. She's I don't see why we have to put her in the backpack. Let's have her walk with us. It'll be a yeah, good lesson a in, in survival. I want okay. that sash back when you're done with it, though. Here, I'll just give it to you now. I'll hold her hand. All right. Okay. I think we'll start making our way in. Yeah. yeah. Going in the woods. Uh, who's leading the Who's leading the charge, Kenny? Yeah. Okay. How far ahead can I see? Since uh, I don't see normally. Your range of sight. About as far as, yeah, yeah about as like far as, as you can far as your range of sight. Okay. Because it's like weird. Okay, never mind. Bird track that. <laughs> oh, yeah, you probably have Trevor sense or something. Yeah, that's- I mean, as you're like walking, you can sense that this forest is alive. There's a lot of things moving about, scurrying. You can feel all of that going on. So it's a little distracting, but you have enough sense to kind of move past that and try to focus on the, the footsteps of your fellow uh, party as you but guys continue. like following us. That's what I'm trying to. There's nothing like. Roll me a perception check. Oh, shit. And then 17. You don't you don't feel something like on the ground, something physical mm-hmm. falling outside of just the the steady rhythmic uh, like erraticness of of just the wilds around. But you hear just a really hard rustling brush overhead on, on through one of the trees as you're walking by. Okay. Kenny, you're leading the trail, and as you're watching this little honey guide just kind of jump from tree branch to tree branch goes a little bit further and you think for a moment you're losing sight of, of it but eventually you see it just kind of chirping in, in one of the branches and it eventually keeps carrying you and carrying you and carrying you until eventually you arrive at a little part of a, a an outcove of like a river as you hear like the rushing of water trailing in that kind of ponds out into this small pond you also can see throughout the trees around the 
this little oasis that you see like fruits and there's obviously you can hear birds and things moving about as there's like little creatures scurrying, going and taking drinks of water and then disappearing back into the wood. Looks like a little oasis of some kind. Can I start um, gathering some of the fruit uh, that's out of the tree, seeing if I can gather some like fruit and nuts and berries and shit? Can you see the honey guide and it's just sitting there chirping at you, just still kind of staring at you for a while? I'm gonna just give it an up and nod, essentially, and like a thumbs up, and um, start looking at. I guess I, I don't really have a medicine kit, so if there's anything like medicinal in the area, just looking at that. But I'm gonna keep my eye on the bird. You can do a survival check if you're looking for something medicinal. Uh, While we're all kind of standing around, I'll rattle, saddle up next to Skewball, actually, and say, uh, you know, dude, now, now's it's a good time to maybe look for a good piece of wood for your surfboard. <laughs> no consorting with just, the traitor. I'm gonna like. You just, have, you just have to find a good piece of like ebony or oak, maybe some mahogany. Any of those make good surfboards. Can I t- can, can I see if he's like being authentic? And like not like yeah, if you, you can incite him if you want. I want to incite him. I want to make you make it out of a heavy wood so you don't surf <laughs> like So you that. sink into the wave. And do how Okay, okay, fifteen. I, yeah, I think yeah. he's, he's right? You're not lying, right? <laughs> no, I mean yeah, no. to the best of my knowledge. He seems oh. like he's just trying to genuinely like connect to you <laughs> without the other bit, you know. <laughs> I'm gonna notice like Trig is like constantly looking at him too, so it's like I'm gonna nod and be like, okay, uh, like kind of like pull him away from like that group area to kind of keep my eyes on him. But I'm gonna, like, uh, do you have any recommendations for the wood? Well, I mean, you're gonna be better at this than me because it's all about the knock, and I'm gonna walk up to a tree and like knock on it and just see if it, you know, sounds like the right kind of tree. <laughs> but you know, I'll start just walking around, see if I can find a tree that reminds me of the tree I cut down to make my sword for. I'll start knocking on random trees. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, a lot of them sound hollow. <laughs> doesn't seem right you eventually do find when you strike it it feels strong and it kind of uh, listen to this one listen to this one's involved you knock on it and you hear that just like it's really solid uh, rad you look at it and you notice it it's a it's an ironwood tree uh, which is commonly used to make boats like the the ship that you were on as well as other flotation devices Dude, you are most endowed today because we have found an ironwood tree. Now, are you a bad enough dude you can cut this down with your fists? Hold on, let's give it a shot. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna try to... Strike the tree? <laughs> I'm gonna strike the tree. Let me, no, no, I'm gonna try to kick it. I'm gonna kick it. Um, I'm gonna center myself, breathe, <laughs> and kind of like raise my leg up. Hold, and I wanna see if I can kick it dead center Jackie Chan style. <laughs> Make sure there's at least eight foot for the board. I'm gonna kick this tree with my heel. Okay. <laughs> well, that's Fuck how my tree. dragonborn heel. Hopefully this mother. I, I was mean, a, sure, yeah. a natural 20 on those medicinal herbs that I will no doubt need. It's easy enough for you to find just all of the the herbs that you're looking for, um, anything okay. that you need for healing. Um, cool. It's a nice little spread <laughs> scattered about. What was the? Did you attack the tree? Is it attack? It's like sure. 
I'm gonna kick it. The tree is not short. The tree is quite large. I don't know if you know what an iron tree looks like. No, I don't. I'm just taking a shot, y'all. Uh, an ironwood tree is almost like a sequoia, but not as large. But they're very large trees. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead, yeah. kick it. Go ahead, try to kick it down. Yeah, go Please, ahead. I mean, kick it. I, I want you to kick it. Yeah, okay, yeah, I'm gonna do like a round house. I'm gonna call upon the Ooh. great guides. And I'm gonna try to roundhouse kick this motherfucker. Yeah. That's gonna break. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I gotta think this through because I'm not a total dick shit. You <laughs> never have to think anything through. All your. Can I? I have to look up tree stats now. <laughs> I mean, I imagine it's got a decent AC, but. Wait, can I concentrate on my fire breath to like weaken it? Like not make it like a but like Sounds like lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> We're fucking fantasy lumberjacks now. <laughs> I see the game, y'all. Yeah. I see the I see the vision. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad somebody does. Because you're I right, it wouldn't technically kick a sequoia, but like a little, like a little, like blowtorch. Yes, breath, yeah, breath laser. Like whistle, intense blowtorch coming out of my mouth. I want you. I think. I think. I want you to roll like a wisdom check. Because uh, <laughs> it would have to be like a steady knowledge of learning how to okay. control your okay. breath like that. Okay. Um, Fine. Yeah. Let me just let me straight wisdom check. <laughs> By all means, kick down the redwood. What happened? Do you get another one? What happened? I got it. Ooh. Oh no. Okay. okay. Three. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to cut a piece of this tree so that you can make a, a surfboard and you think maybe I'll just cut the tree down. <laughs> and you've you've tried it before to use your dragon's breath to kind of make a precise flame and you're like, I got this. No problem. Um, but as you try to do it, it's like, I don't know, an allergy or something, you sneeze <laughs> and there's a burst of fire like comes out and starts singeing the, and burning at the tree. Oh shit. <laughs> um, oh no, uh, I did not intend for that to happen. Um, Tree's uh, caught fire a little bit. Can I put it out? <laughs> like with yeah. My yeah, yeah. <laughs> you put it out and stuff like that. My hands and take out the does the other group see the now fucking flaming tree over there? <laughs> yeah, Rada, I mean, uh, Anchor, as you're like picking fruits and all of a sudden just across the way you just see a poof. It's, it's a Rad, he's trying to kill him! I'm gonna go save him! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I can't Sure, you, you arrive and you just see Snival and, and ah, Where is he? I'll get him! They're both, they're just both putting out a fire in the tr on the tree. Did you see them patting <laughs> the tree down? What the hell Not happened? Well, we're trying to get a surfboard out of this tree. I, 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 I accidentally sneezed and caused an accident. And either help or get out of the way. And <laughs> I'm like, as we're trying to put the fire out. You know, we don't have to cut down the whole thing. I mean, I guess we just technically need a big enough chunk to make a surfboard. Rick. We just cut like a square out of the bottom of this tree. <laughs> 
That is great. Oh. Let's make the problem harder. <laughs> <laughs> There's a surfboard-sized fucking hole in this tree. Greg, <laughs> um, do you have any tools that could uh, help me cut a big chunk of wood out of here? I have an extremely tiny saw, but I need it. Uh, you can. Uh, not... I mean, te- technically, I could probably cast something that that might, but you all need to like get at least like twenty or thirty feet away. I don't think we trust you to cast anything. All right. Uh, well, I can try and knock it down with with a spell, but I don't know if that is something you want to risk. Do we? Ha- do I? Do not a single one of us have a sword or an axe? Do you need the sword? Is it like your main sword? Oh, like you your favorite? One. Yeah. So I the answer, so that's a no I'm hearing. Anka, do you have something that could give me, like, just give me a big chunk of wood? <laughs> um, well, see, when you put it that way... <laughs> I have a, uh, a blade, about? yes. I have this broadsword, and I pull the longsword from my side, and I set it out in front of Snival. Is that what you're looking for? I could give you the club, and I, you know, gesture to this massive war club on his back. I promise to bring it back to you in one piece. <laughs> oh, that, I don't really care about the sword so much. Do what you will. Uh, that's good, because that tree is gonna fuck that sword up. It's not gonna be a good sword on the other end of this. And then he turns to Baran and he says, I think this is a good time for me to start teaching you fire safety. Uh, you don't start fires on islands using trees. First you build a fire, and you take careful attention not to breathe any fire onto any trees. Okay? So... You see what Snuval is doing over here. We don't do that, Baran. But Baran, whatever you do, when you're in the forest, watch out for the exploding trees. Yes. What? Baran, let's go pick some fruit. <laughs> I'm gonna go help Baran scavenge while well, the other parents problem. burn down the forest. <laughs> Explode all the time. It's like crazy. Anchor, roll me a perception check as you take Baron over uh, to pick like some berries off the side. Okay. Can I start gathering water and like water skins and yeah, stuff like that? We have fresh water. enough to do. I have a dirty twenty. Dirty twenty. Baron is kind of just like you point at a bush and you tell her that it's it's okay to like grab it as she's just kind of picking little berries off that seven like the time of her life it's kind of like staining her little light blue fingers are getting stained by the berry juice as you're just also collecting stuff as well you notice um you hear like a little bit of a buzzing noise and you you've seen like insects kind of patrolling around all these various flowers but then you notice as you're picking some berries on a bush is like a greenish looking beetle that's now crawled up on top of the bush and is kind of just skittering around how big is this beetle Okay, so like bug-sized beetle, not oh, like like a bug-sized beetle, not a okay, not good. a two-foot slug, not a dire beetle. Thank God. Yeah, I'm not dealing oh. with something that's like fucking three feet tall. Or something. Oh no, 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 no. Um, yeah. regular ass bug. And and the bush is close to me. Yeah, the bush is close to me. This is the one that like Baron is kind of picking at. Could I use a survival check to see if the beetles safe? Sure. Okay. Uh, I have a sixteen. 
you know that this particular beetle, though, it's like it's green. It's got a shiny shell on it. It doesn't appear to be poisonous of some kind. It doesn't. It doesn't have like the markings that or the indications that it is. But you also notice that it's not necessarily a beetle that you would find in this region. It's more of a beetle that comes from more south than here, um, more towards like where the order is. Oh, oh, like a sawway. Yeah, a sawway. But you don't know, typically see these kinds of uh, beetles so far up north in this part of the region. I'm going to put out my hand to it and see if it'll crawl into my hand. Um, and if so, then I'm going to take it and I'm going to shove her on. I'm going to bring it as close to her as possible. And, you know, look down at her and say, this this is from closer to where I, uh, I've i been living. This is, you know, I'll start explaining the people to her, even though she can't understand a fucking word. You, you bring it down and Baron's kind of like eyeing it cautiously for a second but as you're kind of explaining she eventually kind of does stick her hand out as the beetles onto her hand and she's kind of awing at it and looking at its color and, and just with like wide like little eyes but you still kind of hear more of that like buzzing you notice that on the bush there is a couple more of those beetles now kind of sitting up there as Barad is still oogling at it. Uh, Kenny, you notice as you're kind of finished collecting all your medicinals that up in the tree, that honey guide is still there, eyeing you. As you're walking, everywhere you go, its head is just tilting and looking at you. Just very focused. (laughs) First thing she's gonna do is sort of like, like, check the bird, just out of instinct. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't do anything. I don't know, maybe like stick out her hand to try to see if it'll like land on her or something. Okay. Yeah, just just sort of vibe check the bird. Yeah. yeah. When you <laughs> when you lunge at it, it does take note of it and it does like flutter, but it just lands onto another branch and it's just still kind of eyeing you. You do like birds. yeah, you do reach out your hand and it does like land on your hand as it just kind of is still like just eyeing you. But now it's just very close to you, <laughs> in your hand, just eyeing you. Do we, do we know? Do we know each other? It doesn't say. It doesn't. It doesn't say anything. I've been okay. a little bit. All right. Okay. Oh. Okay. I don't know any birds. I just thought I'd try it. <laughs> okay. I just. I don't. I don't know what to do with you. Uh, is there more food somewhere? Are you missing something? It, it flaps its wings and eventually it takes off the, around the pond to the other way and kind of sits there on the branch in the similar fashion of it, it, it leading you somewhere. Okay, then I'm going to follow it. Okay. Uh, I'm going to bottle some of these beetles, if I can, with a jar from my pack. I'm going to okay. make sure it has enough, you know, things to lift. You know. Beetle <laughs> shit, you know, like twigs and leaves and shit. Okay. Um, but I'm going to take a few of them if I can convince them to get in the jar. And then I'll follow Kenny because I can't have them uh, leaving alone. Um, I'm going to have um, Baran come back to uh, Zabi first and then take off after Kenny. Yeah, you managed to get, like... I was also going to follow Kenny. And I just follow. Oh, take perfect. Baran. Then I'll take we'll Baran, just... too. We'll come together. Okay. Uh, you collect two of those beetles into a little jar as you take off with Baron and Shodi uh, right behind Kenny, who is now following this honey guide deeper into the forest. Trig, Rad, and Snaval, you guys are working on chunking out a tree <laughs> for a board. 
Um, I think yeah. I've, I've probably taken out like like a couple crossbow balls in like either hand and I'm just chiseling away like crazy. I'm gonna use my sharp claws to try to like just get a chunk of wood and just rip up. I technically have claws too. I could probably We're all clawing at this tree. You're just clawing at the tree? Okay. You guys asked me for a bucket sword and you still went with your hand. <laughs> the sword is just sitting on the ground all next right, to oh, the tree. You're right. All right, I'll take the sword. I'm gonna try to whack it. This <laughs> is using the pile. It's the wood. But that doesn't mean I'm stopping. No, he's not. <laughs> Between the three of you. Yes. Hacking <laughs> at the tree. Um, I mean, you guys are making dents in the tree. You're cutting it, but it's a thick, it's a thick wood. You know. We keep going. Okay. Look, dudes, I- I'm telling you. I think if I just cast this one spell, it'll make a lot of progress. It'll make the rest of it a lot easier. Oh. Right. But if you're pulling something funky, I'm gonna shove a stick of dynamite so far up your ass, you're gonna be puking up dynamite. Dude, if you want to aim a crossbow at me as a casted, that's fine. But just be like 20 feet back. Mm, okay. All right, I'm stepping back 30 feet. At uh, 32 feet, maybe. <laughs> 32. 32. I like. I, I like the specifics. You walk 30 feet, and you weren't quite sure, so you took a super step yeah, back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so you stay there. <laughs> So once everyone's out of the way, I'm gonna put my hand like on the the, the tree, and I'm gonna cast Shatter. Oh. Uh, because I'm a uh, warlock, it has to be at fourth level. So it's gonna take five d eight thunder damage on a failed save, and a creature made of inorganic materials such as stone, crystal, and metal, and I would assume wood also. Oh wait, no, never mind. A creature made of inorganic materials such as stone, crystal, or metal has disadvantage on this saving throw. I guess it doesn't really matter. It's a tree. It's a tree. I'll just let you do it. Okay. All right. So I'm going to deal with 5d8 thunder damage. <laughs> well, my hoping is, is that I just blow out the bottom and then it just topples over. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like science to me. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Do the math here. Fucking blow this tree up. <laughs> yep. Yep. Twenty-six Why? thunder damage. Oh, oh come on. Shit. <laughs> Might do it. There's gonna be nothing but a crater. All right. Well. Alright, <laughs> you you put your hand out and you just hear this like audible, just like piercing, just like break as you just hear the tree just crack and you blow out the bottom of the trunk and you hear just the crunching and the cracking of just a tree slowly beginning to topple. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> that Who needs Trig. to hold Yeah, Trig Snowball. <laughs> it's a big what? enough tree. <laughs> Ooh, okay, okay. That is a 25. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> Trig. 18. Yeah. <laughs> Rad? Um, for me, it was only a eight. Oh, Rad. Is there um, anywhere? I mean, I'm right next to a bunch of wood that is exploding. Yeah. I'm probably gonna get like. You take, uh, you take 12 points of damage from, from this tree between the splintering and the toppling. It's Trig and Snaval, you're far enough away to kind of just step out as the tree kind of topples. You're just getting like the residual brush on the top of it, but it's easy enough. You both kind of like <laughs> as the tree comes in between you. I just come like stumbling out of like the wood chip mist and I'm just like covered in, um, what are they called? Splinters? Uh, splinters, yeah. <laughs> like, 
this chunk. Got it, dude! But there are large, fairly large chunks. One might be large enough to build a board from. I'm going to take the largest chunk and pick it up and like show it to um, Brad. Is this a good enough size? It's time for phase two, dude. Time to shape the board. <laughs> okay. I got a sword. <laughs> uh, you three roll me perception checks as you guys have okay. now gotten your board. You have toppled this tree. Twelve. Twelve. Perception check, you said? Yeah. Okay. Uh, dirty twenty. Nice. Trig? Oh, um, sorry, that's gonna be a 21. Okay. Um, Snival, you, as you're like holding out the board, you hand the wood off to Rad, and Rad's explaining it. You again feel that kind of whispering breeze that kind of passes you. Feels like the same one that you kind of felt on the ship, the same one that you felt on the walk into this oasis, but you will felt the brush by. Rad, as you're just kind of looking through all of these chunks of severed wood and pieces and stuff like that, you also hear a little bit of a buzzing of some kind as you see like what looks to be like a, a bee, just kind of a couple of them clustered around, kind of floating around you. Well, I think we think we messed up somebody's home. That's a shame. Sorry, little dudes. Do we need to go? <laughs> oh, maybe there's honey, actually. Oh, is there honey? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll, I'll go see if I can find a, a nest. <laughs> okay, roll me a survival check. Uh, 14. 14? Yeah, I mean, you, you go into the woods. It takes maybe about 10, 15 minutes. You're kind of listening to the sound of, of buzzing. Um, but eventually you find a hive up in one of the taller trees. It's a fairly large hive. Oh. Okay, okay. But it doesn't seem obvious that the buzzing come, is coming from, like, bees that were in this uh, iron tree that we knocked down, right? No, no, no. There oh, were, okay. It didn't seem like there was something in the ironwood tree. But that that cluster of bees is still kind of hanging around you, right? Trig. Oh, uh, I don't like bees. I don't like bees. I don't like bees. Can I kind of try... I'm going to try to get down on my knees and see if I can kind of, like... Waddle, waddle my way underneath them? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you crouch down low and you crawl, but I mean, the beads don't come lower or anything. They're still kind of hovering about as you kind of crawl out of their vicinity. But they seem to just be weirdly, oddly hovering. Why? Uh, I'm not wearing any colors. <laughs> uh, can I, can I shoot at it? Can I shoot at the swarm of bees? Sure. Show moves, boss. Sure. <laughs> Fourteen. Yeah, that'll hit. I should have done sharpshooter. <laughs> That's gonna be so that'll be seven points of damage. As you let loose two bolts, as you're laying on the ground trying to uh, strike at these bees, as you hit into the cluster, all of those bees poof in like a ethereal kind of magical burst disappears. What the... Kenny, Jody, Anchor. <laughs> You're fall you've been following this honey guide uh, deeper and deeper into the woods as it kind of rests on it. It's going. It keeps going. The bird, though, isn't as happy as it was with you, Kenny. You, It's still kind of giving you that eye. It's not, like, chirping. It's not happy. 
eyeing you. <laughs> um, but you're continuing on, continuing on. You three roll me perception checks. Uh, can I say I have, like, one of Baron's hands? Yeah, so are you walking? Oh, so Baron's walking? Yeah, for right now. I rolled a natural one. Oh, shit. Ten. So, uh, five total. Five total. Perception, uh, 21. What was yours, Kenny? Um, ten. Ten. Kenny, you're pretty kind of focused on the honey guide, and you're just kind of trying to figure out what his beef is with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't quite notice anything else as it's just continuing to lead you on. You're very persistent now to just keep following him to just be like, what? What's up? Like, what's going on? Anchor, you're just kind of lost. You're just kind of looking through the foliage. You're looking around, and nothing yeah. looks. Nothing looks at. Everything looks the same. <laughs> I, I think I got caught up looking at the beetles too. It's sort of like a weird nostalgia to see them here. Yeah, Shodi, you're holding Baron. You're behind. You're happy. You know, you're happy. Baron is saying, murmuring things, and kind of pointing at stuff. And eventually, she kind of also, again, kind of like turns her attention up to the trees, kind of moving a little bit, like it's the wind is kind of blowing. And she's kind of like just still kind of like reaching out or kind of doing that wave thing that little kids do when they see someone. Um, I'll pick her up and then I'll put my hand up because I'm gigantic and see if I can like feel anything up there. Um, yeah, you reach out, that gust just kind of dissipates and disappears as you kind of like went through it. You just talking to the wind. Mm-hmm. I'm just, uh, sorry, I was talking to Bron. Mm. Um, she was looking up at the, at the nothing again. <laughs> Seems to be a favorite of hers. Yeah. I think, I think it, that's, that'll probably make Shodi a little bit uneasy. So they'll they'll put Baron in the backpack just to make themselves feel a little better. <laughs> okay. Baron is in the backpack, and you, you know, guys... it, it's so weird, Zodi. I've never seen these this far north. Uh, not indigenous, uh, and I just found them here on the island. This place seems odd, doesn't it? Yeah, it doesn't seem normal. Though I've never been on an island like this, I don't think. So I don't really know what's normal. But they're very pretty folks. Are you guys walking with me or behind me? Probably a little behind you. A little bit behind, like okay. a few steps, yeah. Okay, just checking. I'm, I'm gonna be talking to the bird. Just like, was it was it because I, I tried to fight you that one time? I just didn't know where you were coming from. <laughs> <laughs> where are you from, Anchor? Uh, Osawe, just south of here. It's the uh, southern island, the most southern. It's where the monasteries are. Oh, but you're not a monk? I tried for a very long time. Um, for whatever reason, each one I applied for wanted nothing to do with me. Hmm. Well, that's odd. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's part of the journey. How long have you had your boat? Oh, I've had the raft for... I must have built it two years ago. You built it? Yes. That's very cool. Yes. Can you, can you roll me a perception check? Sure. Kenny. Uh, dirty 20. Dirty 20. You as well, Kenny. Ooh. Mm. It's a six. It's a six? Yeah. Ooh. Yep. Sure enough. <laughs> you are. Yeah. <laughs> um, you, yep. you are. You've been following this bird. You've been 
asking it questions, trying to figure out what you did wrong. At the same time, you've been kind of mulling over, like, the lore behind the honey guide, and you're just thinking, it's like, what, what, what did I miss? Like, it leads you to, to a, it leads you to places where you can get resources, but there was something more, something you, maybe you had to do. And as you're, like, thinking about it, you start to feel underneath your foot just, like, empty space as, you, as you're taking the next step. Roll me a deck save. Oh, fucking Looney Tunes. You just fucking coyote, dude. <laughs> Dexterity save. Uh, a seven, which could be considered a win in other games. <laughs> maybe in maybe in Delta Creek. Delta Green. Yeah, Kitty, as you take that step, you'll just sudden drop anchor because you rolled a high enough perception. I will say you'll see that Kenny is going off like a hole in the middle of this like walkway that you, this trail that you guys are going down. Uh, you can roll me like uh, an athletics check to see if you can grab her. Where's that save? It's uh, 14 plus 7 is 21. You, you see Kenny just go off that ledge and you instinctually, as you were like having this conversation with Shodi, you just like drop off on it and you just reach out enough to, to like, she slips down, but you, you, you managed to grab her. Um, I literally just did the dad catch. Yeah, it's yeah you did. Yeah. You did. Dad you did the dad catch. Dad catch. I was like, <laughs> Kenny's like, since she's very small, like her legs kind of kick out a little bit as you kind of grab her and kind of put her back. I'm sorry, I would have asked first, but you look like you were going over. Um, yes, she fixes her mask, which probably got a little lopsided. Um, thank you. Do I have to sign anything? I'm willing to sign something if I need to. No, unless you want to, but that's, that's... That just can let it, we can let it be a thing that happened alone without anything attached to it. Where'd, where'd your bird friend go? Um, is it still there? If I turn around? You turn around and you don't see the, the honey guide anywhere. It's not in your vicinity. It, it disappeared. Can I look down oh. in the hole that she almost fell in? You look down and you, you just notice that um, it seems to be man-made of some kind, and it has, like, spikes at the bottom of it, like a trap of some kind. Um, so I don't think this is something natural. It could be. I, I've just never seen something natural like this before. It looks like someone made this. There's spikes in the bottom of it. That's really what gave it away, that it wasn't natural. <laughs> uh, yes, I, I don't think we're by ourselves exactly. And I don't think birds can build this. Well, you'd think this would be something of a barrier, right? This is keeping something from somewhere. I just, we need to decide whether we're on the wrong side or the right side. I think we're on the right side if we don't want to fight. That makes sense. Mm. I don't think Honey Guides can lead you away from resources, but obviously this is important uh, between the rest of it. Perhaps we should go find the surfers. Yes, let's do that. You guys backpedal. You're back to the where you guys believe the, the oasis to be. About that time, you've noticed that there's a whole tree that's been toppled down. Um, and... You see Trig shooting and letting loose some bolts as these this cluster of, of insects just kind of dissipate into a poof. 
Fuck. Hey. Um, what happened? Did anyone happen to slip me something that they didn't tell me about? Uh, I swear I didn't. No. Ne then never mind. Why are you shooting well, what bugs? happened? No, it's okay. I'm not going insane. It's fine. Why are you shooting at bugs? They're a lot smaller than you. They can't hurt you. But, I, well, I'm scared of bees. But you're huge. But they're tiny. It's it's the big eyes. But their eyes are smaller than your eyes are. So to you. But they're yeah. huge relative to the rest of their body. But their body next to yours relatively is very small. That's true. But there were a lot of them. You have a fear of relative size. <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. I see. Oh, that's... But Am that's I scared of you, no... then? Because I'm relatively um, bigger than you are. No, 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 you're not scary to me at all. Not at all. Is it a proportion hey. thing? Uh, yeah it's, it, yeah, it's a proportion thing. But look, none of this matters because there's not actually any bees. Well, then why were you shooting at them? Because, well, you see, there were bees, and then I shot them... And then there were no bees. Now, usually, that's a normal chain of events for when I'm shooting something. Right. But they're not, like, dead. They're just, like, like they don't exist anymore. Oh. Maybe I'm getting more powerful. You killed them. Maybe so. when I hit something now, they just, the body just disappears. Quick, Rand, stand still. I don't think that's <laughs> something we should test right now on an island in the middle of nowhere. Well, well wait a minute. I, I found a big nest of bees, and I'm going to use Mage Hand. And see if I can kind of like shake the nest and see if there's like a reaction to it. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing oh, crazy, no. just, you know. The episode where the gang gets all stung by bees. Aren't you still covered in splinters? <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's got like a branch through his arm. I got it. Red, you, you cast Mage Hand as this small little white hand that glows, just kind of like ascends up to this beehive, pretty big, and you just start to poke at it. Smack it. Smack it. Smack it a little bit. Smack it. As you're slapping it, eventually, like, you just hear the buzzing and the shaking of, of angry bees. <laughs> It sounds like bees, dude. Any bees, bees that come out, I'm just gonna oh. kind of gently fire on Or like smoke. You know how like you know smoke gets the bees away oh, or yeah. makes yeah. them pass out? That's I'm sorry, like kind of smoke. Smoke the bees out. Okay, what you're saying? Kill with fire. Kill with fire. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, bees start to kind of pour out as as Red is agitated. <laughs> Ah, damn it, I said I was afraid of bees! Uh, Mayday Roleplay would like to take this time to remind you to save the bees. Yes, yeah, the That's yes, why I'm not killing them, I'm smoking them so they pass out. Um, I, I, I'm gonna take out my jar of beetles from before. And I could have I told you, some of them are real. <laughs> uh, Anchor, as you hold out that jar... No, don't do this to my beetles! <laughs> <laughs> The jar is empty. Oh, oh no! <laughs> My beetles! He's just holding an empty jar in you guys. Wait, were the plants real? Were they Are the plants real? Were they ever really there? Come on, is the wood I work so for gone now? No, the wood's there. Thank the wood's Christ. still there. What's going on then? There's disappearing bugs. I swear this was full of beetles from, from my home island. We saw them. Which of course, they're fake. How, how could they be indigenous? Uh, I'm an idiot. Uh, I'm gonna Eldritch Blast the bees to see what happens. Jesus! Why? <laughs> Why? Uh, all right. Nice the bees. <laughs> we, 
I thought we, we need them. I thought we. we th- it, it, if they're illusions, we are creating danger. <laughs> I follow. Hold on. Them. When did Sergio become Aaron all of a sudden? No, what the fuck? We're just manifesting he's danger. Aaron. He's always Aaron. That's the yeah. He's like yeah. he's hidden to us, so he's like they can't see me now. I'll do chaos. <laughs> you, you, I will know him from Delta Green too much. This is <laughs> yeah. that's fair. Definitely. I uh, I rolled a twelve and an eighteen. Yeah, that'll hit. They're D's. <laughs> they both hit. Yeah, they'll both hit. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, do you want me to roll the damage? Nah. <laughs> I, I, think whatever, the I feel like whatever <laughs> whatever you do is gonna is gonna pass out at the beehive, and as you do, the the hive itself does eventually catch on to that blast and like kind of breaks apart but some of the bees that are kind of mixed into it kind of start disappearing and like poofing out of out of existence look 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 i'll point it out yeah. as they disappear uh did everybody else see that too yes you know I, rat is from the area it, it, would i have ever heard of something like this or what what is going on in this island uh roll me a, roll me a history check Come on, nice. Oh, not bad. Uh, history... 14. You you know the Ropewood to be a very strange place, that some of these islands have bits of the Feywild or Fey creatures that kind of exist and live among the jungles and forests that have regrown over all of this scattered and broken land. It seems that maybe the, these creatures might be of Fey origin or something in the natural order. These creatures... I think these creatures are like punch. They're they're from somewhere else. I'm gonna stand up on like, cause the the uh, I I, I want to try to get a little height, and I'm gonna kind of just scan around because I got a feeling something is uh, watching us. Do I notice anything? Full perception check. There's definitely people somewhere on this island. We found a trap um, just up the way from here. I only got a. Seven. Ooh, did you grab it? No. It was sort of a pit. While you feel that something is watching, has a gaze on you, the constant shifting and motion and the buzzing of the, the, the angry bees that have remained from Rad's blast is distracting enough where you can't pinpoint what it is or where it is. Everyone be on alert. Something, something's, something's watching us. I mean, have we gotten everything we needed? Maybe we just go. I hate to agree with Rad right now, but yeah, I think we should probably get out of here. I don't think that's a bad idea. Yeah, well, let's make for the raft then. I'd advise so, we move quickly as possible. Were you guys taking any of that wood besides the surfboard back for repairs? Ooh, yeah, yeah I need the wood. I think we'll each take a big chunk of wood. Okay. I, I can lift up an extremely heavy load, so I'm going to go ahead and take that sash and like load up and like kind of like shoulder that shit. You do that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I, I too will take an extremely heavy load. No! <laughs> Sorry. You do that. Aaron, could you do me a favor and get one of these loads? Uh, yeah. Let's all take a load. Back okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll, I'll, grab a, I'll grab a load too. Sure. I just put a load, like, rested on my head. <laughs> Kenny's gonna use two hands and help. I can't, I can't handle all this wood. 
You guys grab your your wood and you make your way uh, back down towards the the ship as you hung out at this oasis and found some things to be unsettling. Um, let's see, Red and Kenny, roll me perception checks as you guys are making your way through the forest back down the same trail you were led. Nineteen. Not very good. A six. six. You're, Rad, you're focused on holding up your wood and it kind of obscures your a little bit of your vision as you can't straddle a bit of that between that and your eye patch. So you don't see much. Uh, Kenny, as you're um, kind of scanning the horizons, wood on your shoulder, you uh, you feel like a very hard, just kind of rushing of wind kind of up like above you, like something like jumped the trees above your head. And I don't see anything still? Don't, don't see anything. This is, this is ridiculous. I'm casting the spell magic. Just 120 okay. feet, whatever illusion is happening. But yeah, does that does that make anything clearer? Well, as you do that, there are things about like the foliage and stuff that kind of dissipates and disappears. Some of the plants and vines that are kind of that you can see kind of hanging, kind of dissipate. But I mean, it's still a, a full wood. Nothing seems to really, other than that, change. As if you kind of dispelled some of the, the magic, kind of around. But why would you make some illusions, but it's basically just all the same? What's going on? But you've had this feeling for a while since the boat, you know, <laughs> since you, before you even got to the island, that something's been wandering around, stalking. Can I just fling my long arms out and just like? Ow, I just hurt myself. Uh, like, whip them around and just see if I hit anything. That was yeah. such an audible sound. Holy <laughs> shit, that was bit. a funk. <laughs> it's fine. I mean, yeah, I mean, you you, you swing your arms wildly. Um, nothing seems to... Nothing seems Some might say chaotic. Chaotically. Yeah. 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 I am the least chaotic one right now. Shut the hell up. You blow up a tree. You accidentally, like, knock your, your finger against a, a branch as you're kind of flailing it about, but, like, other than that, nothing seems to do anything. Back to the boat. Back to the boat. <laughs> Whatever ghosts whatever has been following us is gonna follow us to the boat. Do we want to ask? Hello, please don't follow us to the boat. We'd like to leave you. We'd like to leave here. Um, She's in my backpack still. Is she still in my backpack? She's still in your backpack. She's still in your backpack. (laughs) I was going to say we asked Baran if she's seen anything. She's been talking to the wind. Which I thought that's just... Maybe Child it's not thing. the wind that she's been talking to. Dad, Megato, do you want She said it was a wind friend, so there's somebody riding the wind? I look up. No one ever thinks to do that. Yeah, you, you look up. I mean, um, it, the, the trees don't canopy over, so you can kind of still see a bit of the sky, but looks like trees, looks like sky. The wind kind of rustles <laughs> and stuff. As, I don't, and to be clear, I don't see anything that I might categorize as a wind friend. <laughs> I mean, you uh, see the wind moving and it's rustling the trees and stuff like that, but... That seems pretty friendly. Does it look like a shape? Or does it just look like the trees are moving? Looks like the trees are moving. 
Like they're blowing in the wind or they're walking around. <laughs> well, Important distinction. You, you heard, like, I mean, the wind is blowing, so yeah, it's like generally do it, but the, the couple people have picked up on gusts of, of and bursts of wind that just kind of seems to have movement to it. Maybe a little can thought. I, can I, I cast I, dancing lights and throw them up in the air and see if it like reflects on anything or mm-hmm. if there's like a shadow or anything? Uh, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll throw up my hand and like four little bulbs of light will just kind of dance around up in the canopy where we saw the wind moving. Oh shit, hold on. It's fine, 11. Okay. Yeah. You, you, those little go- globes of light just kind of burst as you bring them up to the canopy. I mean, it's, it's still daytime. I mean, it's, it's trickling into, to dusk a bit, but, um, there's still plenty of light and you don't see anything refracting, you don't see anything picking up, no shadows other than the shadows of the foliage and the trees. Come on, dudes, my wood's getting heavy, let's go. Right, uh, as we're moving, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna purposely concentrate on my vision a lot more and see, cause even if it's invisible, if sound bounces off of it, I should be able to see it. Okay, yeah. Do you need me to roll something or? No. Do I um, do anything? No, I don't think you have to do anything. As everybody is just like, well, maybe we should just get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Snowball, you kind of trickle back as everybody's still moving forward, and you, you you look around and you close your eyes and you kind of sense deeper as you kind of push out, and you just listen. You just listen to the sound of the the woods. You listen to the sound of the skittering of creatures on the on the ground or a bird jumping from tree to tree. You, you hear the wind moving and rustling on its own, but then you hear like the sharpness of the wind kind of going back and forward. And seems more like it has a, a cadence to it, more like it's got a thought to the movement of how this wind is kind of blowing. And it seems to be darting from tree to tree as the rest of your party continues to move on. Can I, can I, can I keep follow of this? Movement. Yeah, you, you can hear okay. the movement. You can hear Elise it shifting from, from tree to tree. It, it sounds it sounds like it's got like, you know, it's it's stalking. It sounds like it's it's jumping back and forth. It sounds like it's waiting for an opportunity. And it doesn't sound alone. Oh shit. Oh. Uh, Everybody, uh be on alert. There's some the things in the uh, in the trees. Multiple things in the trees. And they are following us. Uh where? <laughs> They're in the trees. Oi. That's all. I, I can, they keep moving. They keep moving. Give me a direction. Up. Uh, ah! Shoot up. <laughs> shoot up. Directly up. Direct. She said up. I'm shooting up. Like oh, straight up. Doing. Walking fast. Please. Yeah. Move in serpentine patterns. Arrows come down immediately. This will hit you. It will kill you. <laughs> roll. Roll an attack. Oh no. I fucked up. I shouldn't have said that. I am going to use a superiority die oh my God. to make that a precision attack. I'm sorry, everybody. What are you? The wind. You just one of us. Oh boy. I'm getting I'm as far get away from it as I can. Run. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to get it. That is a 23 <sighs> to hit. A 23 to hit? <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Just straight up. Straight Just up. Straight. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's gonna hit, but 
mosquito. Oh, what's it gonna Ooh. hit? What is it? Yeah, no, what is it gonna hit? <laughs> it's the question. Ferran's mom or something sad. <laughs> you see the arrow just shoot up and it just keeps going higher and higher and higher until the momentum of it just stops. And then the arrow starts to just turn over and start oh, no. falling oh, no. Oh, no. straight down. <laughs> at a t- <laughs> um, Trixon, are you are you the only one standing there? Everybody else has moved on. Oh, yes. I'm looking, I'm looking up and I'm watching it, waiting for it to hit something. I mean, it's, it's coming back down. I'm gonna it's turn around yeah. and grab Trix that's, once again. That's how gravity works. <laughs> no, okay. like a are you gonna grab him? Curtain. Yes. He's okay. Drown yeah. in the rainwater. Kenny, you <laughs> you see that Trix is not gonna move like a like a turkey just <laughs> looking at the <Yep>. sky, <laughs> and you just snatch him. You pull him as, as just as you hear just the whoosh and the the crack into earth as the arrow just lands right where Trig was standing. Did I? No. 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 Aww. Just try it again. Everybody, just get to the boat. Just please, everyone, be very alert. There's there are things following us. I'm just gonna keep talking to the sky. <laughs> <laughs> this is Baron. She can fly sometimes. We're keeping her safe. We're making sure she doesn't get hurt. Um, please don't follow us. We'd like to leave here, and you can do what you want here. We're really sorry we came. We were just looking for somewhere to go. We're hiding from a wave. Have you met the wave? He's called Hamokepa. He's, well, we drifted over top of him. Like, it was really cool. We all worked together, but it was really scary too. And, um, I hope you're doing all right. You haven't heard us yet. You've just been following Shuri, us. As you've, been, as you've been continuing on, sorry, I don't interrupt you. Um, <laughs> as you've been just kind of looking back and forward, Bab, you instinctually just kind of try to look back to like, just check, Baron, mm-hmm. and Baron is just starting to be lifted out of her backpack like she's floating or like somebody's grabbing on. Yeah. I'm gonna reach oh. back with both hands and grab onto her little feet. Okay. Keep in the backpack. I mean, you you are awkwardly holding her, but she, she is. You feel like a, a force just like lifting her up and up. Uh, someone's trying to take her. Someone's trying to take her. Quick, everybody, put a hand on her. <laughs> uh, uh, Rat's gonna turn around and probably shoot some eldritch blasts like in the vicinity where it seems like she's being lifted up to. You can yeah. roll that at disadvantage. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna try and smack above Baron and Zaudi, you know, uh, where I would think the person would be lifted, you know, if, if a person was right up next to Baron. Uh, yeah, you can, you can roll that at uh, disadvantage. Okay. Yeah, the, the highest I rolled was a 12. You cast out Eldridge energy, but it doesn't seem to land on anything. Um, as Baron's just slowly flipping out of the backpack, Shodi, this, you can't, with the way you're holding it as much uh, as you can, you, it's slipping and you can just feel her disappear. I put There's my hand. There, dude. I press down on, on uh, Baron's shoulders and I'll also put my hat on her, hoping it'll weigh her down. <laughs> my lowest of the two was a 16. Was a 16? You swing your first, uh, your first, uh, as you like swing, are you using your hammer? Yeah, Sorry. my war club, yeah. Yeah, uh, you swing your war club and you feel something with some force drag your hammer through it. Um, it just goes cleanly So it hits some like resistance, some drag in the middle of the Yeah, there's of the some, air. some drag to it, yeah. Um, you can roll, uh, some, you can roll the damage for it though. 
Okay. Oh, shit. Uh, I rolled two dice six, and both of them are sixes. So, uh, uh, 16 points of damage. Okay. Nice. It seems like you did something to it, as you hear, like, a, a, a whispering kind of, like, shriek, but that's about it. Um, but Baron is still being kind of lifted. Uh, Trig, roll me in a, 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 an athletic check to see if you can keep, like, with the force you're doing on Baron's shoulders, if you can keep her down. Eli. Oh. Eli, uh, I'm gonna go ahead really quickly and uh, mm. do um, my uh, what's it called? The I like that hour of reaping. I'm gonna actually try to roar to see if I can frighten whatever the thing that is taking Baron really quick. You, um, Trig, as you're holding Baron, you can just feel just this like heavy force just continuing to lift, and it's like you feel you can see your hands just kind of slipping off to the sides as like it's still going. But as you're like still trying to find a way to grab onto her, you, uh, Snowball, you just run through um, the crowd and you just let out that large roar that just echoes and rattles through the forest. You hear like birds flapping away out from just the sudden noise. And you also just hear these like weird whispering shrieks, just like loudly, just like Baron just like dropped back into the backpack as you hear these whispers just kind of float and dissipate and disappear. As that happens, can I reach up and try to grab onto something? Just like grab it at the air. Yeah, I mean, you grab at the air, you feel something like something that's there. You don't see it, but it's like you can have that same kind of drag through as it like slips through your fingers I, I mean you try to latch on but it's just you just go through it like you you can it's like corporeal it's just like you can't actually physically grab onto it <laughs> but you hear those streaks kind of like disappear out into the like the sky and it disip- and it goes away and uh, Snowball you no longer feel feel that presence or that that constant moving of the wind everything seems to return to the the normalcy of of just the forest itself that seemed to do it they're not here right now baron are you okay thumbs up thumbs down are you okay baron she looks a little scared but she kind of eventually puts up a little thumbs up like really shyly she's kind of clinging on to Shoshodi. That a girl. I'm gonna take her out of the backpack and just hold her in one arm so that I yeah. know like exactly where she is. She hugs onto you, but everything seems to be okay um, as you guys return to the beach. So now we should definitely get out of here. Yeah. Yep. Yes, let's do that. Um, here's, here's my thinking. This is not something I do lightly, but I think that all of us can be trusted. Rad, I'm wondering if you could take the oars while I do repairs on the ships. Yeah, sure, I could do that. Perfect. If you like, I could pace the beach to make sure that whatever that was doesn't approach us again. I think we're hmm. talking about moving and working. Yes, I think we might as well repair as we we uh, shift, as we travel. With the new wood, I think I can repair us back to normal. It's yeah. just a question of whether we think we should go resupply like we originally thought, or if we should get back on our 2,000-day journey. I mean, you've gotten, you've collected enough water and food that could sustain you for a while, and with the repairs, your boat will be in ideal condition to continue traveling. That was mainly what you were looking for. I think we've accomplished what we set out to do by coming out to the side, so if we could get back to our red line and on the way to the Lost Island, I think. Except I still don't got no dynamite, but I guess I can do without for a while longer. 
I'm well, sure. Well, I thought be. you would find it on the island. It's you didn't find your nitroglycerin. Someone, it's not like someone's got to make that shit. I'm sure you're creative enough to come up with something. I don't know that I heard. am. But now that you've said it, I'm definitely gonna try to make my own diet. Guys, uh, I, I, I think we should point out that I think that storm was kind of what brought us in here. And if we try to... Really, our only path is to head south, but but not too far south, because that's... Well, the point is, is... I, we're in Hamukepa's territory now. He, he's going to find us eventually. Mm. We're not really discussing the most important thing, which is uh, how do we get how do we get past the whole talking to Hamukepa thing? Well, I hate to tell you this, uh, Rad, but that's your territory. <laughs> I don't know anything about this wave. I've never. Well, well I'm I'm happy to do that. I I think I've got a pretty good relationship with him actually, and. But that's what I'm saying, is that if we just avoid him, he's going to find us one way or another. Then we're in his territory. My thought is... That's a good question. How far do we have to get from him? Well, he's basically in the southernmost portion of the Rokewood. So the problem is, is that if we head uh, west, like back in the direction we wanted to go, He'll probably send another storm to have us make us divert course. So, so either I, way, I feel like our only option is to head south. I think we drive straight for him. Then I think if we're to have a conversation, if no matter where we go, we have to fight him. Or, or Rad least, is playing us. With him. Or this is part of Rad's master strategy to get us into warm embrace of his love and master. Why would Rad go as far as to tell us he took us off course if he did not intend mm -hmm. on? on keeping good on his promise to keep us safe. Because he's There's crafty. no reason to be honest with us. We are in his territory. He will find us one way or another. The question we need to ask is, do we actively go forward or do we just try to avoid it? I think we go the opposite direction of wherever Rad says we go. I don't see why you can't just find another group of people to trust you and then just leave them to him instead. Just leave you off somewhere. Without being another group of people getting harassed. Look, I, I know you probably hate me, Kenny, but the problem is, is you're in the Rokewood, and you're not getting out until you get past Hamukepa, and at the moment, I don't think he'll be very happy if I'm not with you guys when he eventually finds you. I think that Hamukepa was sent to test us. It's a part of this mission. It's a part of our destiny in all of this. We have to do this. But... Uh, I just want to preface, Anchor, you said, um, you said fight him. There's no fighting Hamukepa, dude. You could appease him, you could maybe trick him, but I don't know about fighting. I think we're forgetting some very important information, and that is that Baron has part of the Soul Render. And if he wants interesting, shiny things, or she looks like she's part of a soul render, we don't entirely know actually what she is. It's something to do with soul render. And if soul renders are as rare and important and secret and whatever the fuck as the uh, the toad lady thought they were, um, that's going to be something he's going to want. And everyone seems to want this girl. We're not. All right, then we gotta figure out how to deceive him. 
Are you deceived us? Can't you just deceive him? He's working with him. You you can't deceive someone that can see through through you, or at least hear well, through I, you. What if you I, did that? I don't know if he can hear through me. I definitely know he can see through me. Uh, at least a part of me. Wait, wait. So you made you made everything look like you're going toward him, right? What if yeah. you did that again, but you did it only for you, and you made him look through that eye, and he saw what he thinks he wants to see, so it looks like we're going toward him, but we're not going toward him, we're going towards where we want to go. An illusion. Oh. If that makes sense. Th- yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense. What if we put you in the hut for this journey, and you caused your trick and made it look like you were stranded on an island somewhere or or, or lost at sea, uh, completely away from us. No child in sight, no boat in sight. And then once we get out of his territory, we can deal with it later. Well, I mean, the spell lasts 24 hours, and as long as I take a rest, I can Mm -hmm. cast it again. So, yeah, that might work. I'm willing to try it. Or we can just take out your eyeball and leave it on the island. Believe me, it's something I've thought about before. I don't know if it'll work, though. We'll, we'll put a pin in it. I'll cut his eye out. <laughs> You'll be my first assistant. Um, do you want to see it? And how's the thing know it? what we look like? Oh, he'll definitely see you. Then yeah. no. No. How about we consider that a backup plan, if we will? Alright, well, okay, so we'll start making our way. I'll cast the illusion. The problem is, it's gonna. I mean, it's gonna. It's gonna be hard for you to navigate. I think if, if it looks like a deserted island. No, only you well, will be. That's why we're keeping you in the hut. Yes. Uh, could you? But the spell's range is huge. I was able to deceive all of you on the boat. Hmm. What would happen if you were incapacitated? Let's just say sleeping, knocked out. Drunk. I like where. Drunk. I like how you think. I mean, I, I think as long as this eye patch is down, hmm. he's pretty much in the dark. So, never remove it. When, when I'm outside of his territory, though. You bring up a good point. If when you do get drunk, does he see what you see while you're drunk? I think so. I mean, you don't really hallucinate when you're drunk, but. You're not really. You do when you're high. Can you put us on a path? That if we make sure we're going straight, we'll go where we want to go. And then, while we're going straight, you cast the spell, and then it looks like we're going to where he wants us to go, but we know if we keep going straight, we'll go where we want to go. So that that way, we know we're going where we want to go, he thinks we're going where he wants us to go, and that way, we're not doing anything the bad way. That could work. If we just go straight, we can't go wrong, even if going... Can, Can any of you fly? Yep, I can fly. Really? I don't think anyone yep. but Goron can fly. And Trig, apparently. I can fly, yeah. Really? Because if someone could if someone could get outside the range of my spell, well, you could see what's actually happening. But does the Great Wave, does it have an understanding of the waters? Is this something that the terrain won't matter because he'll understand... The, the changings of the tides and know where we are based on the oceans? I don't know, but it does make sense that if he sees through my eye and it looks like I'm heading towards him, then he'll be happy. 
if we take the map, make a copy, and we all use the, we all see whatever the spell sees, but we keep the map that has our real location right underneath the, the trick map, we could just follow the trick map. Does that make sense? Yes, but sailing in a uh, sailing through a picture that is different than what I'm sailing is considerably harder. If, if it's as he says, it changes the nature of the waves, the nature of the sky, the direction of the wind. I'll be sailing blind. What if what if Trig, outside the range of the spell, can like dip in and out to keep us on course throughout the whole yep. thing? I can. I can By do that. By flying yes. in front of us. Wait, no. That. I can make him breathe underwater too. That too. At Someone least we water. have the. We all so can we take So we tie turn. Trig right. to the boat by rope. And drop we follow him the rope. Water. Yeah, I like. Yeah, I like that. Let's do that. This is a good idea. I think it's and, something. I don't think you, this is anything. Well, we could do is like he could fly. I would swim, really fast. Swim faster than the boat for a minute. I can. <laughs> I mean, I. At worst, you could at least see if there were like um, islands and stuff coming up. Yeah, you know, you could see. But how would you? How would you talk to me while I'm swimming very quickly out in front of the boat? We'll we'll, we'll pull you back Um, in. We'll give you breaks. I see no flaws with this plan. (laughs) It's kind of the only plan we have if we want to get away. Yeah, it sounds like we have nothing so far. (laughs) I I like the range idea, but maybe just walk. Like, you just walk out a little farther from the boat and sort of, like, jet-ski you behind the boat. I can walk on water, too. Oh, I can... I have that. I got that. Um, oh, good. Then I'll be able to extra walk on water. Yes. Yes. Uh, I don't know how you'd be able to talk other than just good, bad. How what about... Is- one arrow for yes, and two arrows for no. H- how much more dynamite do you have? None. You can use your, um, because then you could just signal it up in the air or something like that. There's no dynamite. <laughs> so we're gonna... <laughs> we're we trying to figure know. out the mechanics of how this <laughs> no. fucking thing, like, this whole plan is going. I think that we're gonna make, like, a mad dash yes. um, from like, where we like, are. Like, what if we... Yeah, yeah. Right through yeah. there, and then try right. to make it through the Vasul point. Yeah. And we're gonna ride as close to the shores as possible, so it's really gonna be a route sort of like that. Yes. Um, so if we shipwreck, we shipwreck on somewhere we can walk. <laughs> yep. It's good. Sounds like a plan. Some fucking hard sailing, but uh, we'll just drift the island. It'll no. be there we go. I was gonna say, are we gonna drift <laughs> these islands? Wait How a minute, can we drift an island? Hold on, where did we land on me being tied to the boat and going off of the boat? At this point, it's personal preference. I'm still leaning pro. Okay. Question, is he walking on water or is he flying? I just want to make sure. He'll either be walking on water or being dragged beneath the boat. But breathing. But breathing. Someone just tie me to the boat and cast a spell on me already. Let's go. You already have water breathing, so I'm just going to tie up and then Sparta kick you off the back of the boat. (laughs) Oh, but you have to sink to the bottom, otherwise... You're just gonna float to the top. Brad, do you think you can handle the first half of sailing while I repair? 
Yeah, well, yeah, I guess. Um, yeah, I'll go to the front where the, the steering wheel is. I'll cast my last spell. Uh, I'll cast Hallucinatory Terrain. And, like, before I do it, I'm, like, you know, definitely line the ship up the best I can to the, the right direction we're heading. And then I'll cast it, and it looks like we're actually heading just straight due south. And then I'll raise my my eye patch so that it's very visible as to where we are supposed or where we're going. Sergio, did you want to describe what everybody sees when they lift up? Did you? I don't know. Does everybody look? Yes. I'm fucking looking. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna get right in front of Rad so fuckhead can see me. <laughs> there's uh, he just he lifts up the the eye patch and there's just like this bulging eye that does not look uh, like the eye a turtle would have. Like it's all weirdly discolored like around the eyeball and it's kind of bulging out of the head. I mean it looks it looks kind of more like Snooval. It looks draconic. It looks like a draconic type eye. Question. Oh, Since no. I can't see normally, do I get does he like emanate like a certain light or is there something like reflective in that socket that would make and, and totally and totally when I lift it up, it's like staring at everybody, like without me really controlling it, like kind of looking at it menacingly. I'm keeping Baron behind him. I'm keeping Baron behind him. Snivel, you 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 do feel a presence. You feel when you first met the this group of people and you kind of looked into them, you remember distinctly when you looked at Rad that there was something a little bit behind him, watching him, looking through, you know, a little bit off. And that's the off presence that you kind of feel again. Uh, yeah, I'm going his... to look to Rad okay. um, and as convincingly as possible say, Rad, are you sure this is the correct course? Oh, yes, absolutely. Perfect. I'm looking forward to resupplying. I'm going to go do repairs on the ship now. Uh, have fun, dude. Keep us on course. Uh, of course. <laughs> Walk out to the front of the ship and I'll start doing repairs on Eli, while we're doing this, I'm just going to take my wood with the sword that Anchor gave me and I'm just going to slowly start carving that thing down. If you like, I have tools for that. You don't, oh. you don't usually <laughs> use swords for carving. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Have you ever used carpentry tools? Oh. <laughs> Snowball. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I um, no no okay. Do uh, you can do a performance check at a disadvantage. <laughs> Fuck me, man! I had a net twenty. Oh, oh, yeah. Six. Ever watch the movie Surfs Up? He learns to make the the board for the first time. It's a penguin animation movie. Shia LaBeouf's in it. Oh, I was oh. thinking Johnny Tsunami for a second. No, but okay. I love that. Johnny Tsunami's great too. You're 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 like you're you're moving that that shit against the grain. You're make you're, you're you got chunks like that you're making like it's not smooth. It's not you're just persistent about it though. You're still going. But as you're as you're continuing to figure out how to shape this board and as Rad is taking you one direction in the hopes that you're misleading Hamukepa the opposite direction. That's where we're gonna end today. As you guys, as you guys are heading back on course. Nice. Oh. <sighs>